Welcome to the Let It Rip Podcast, your go-to source for everything music industry and rock and roll related. And now, for your host, Ron Jones! And man, we are back. Hey, everybody. It's the Let It Rip crew. I am here in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and on the phone we have the attractive and powerful Mr. Mike Moon. How you doing, Mike? Well, uh, I'd say powerful. I wouldn't say attractive. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, I saw you. You were all clean. Show. You you were shaving and trimmed the other day. I was so proud of you. You yeah, had that little seven dwarf smile going on. Yeah, I went to the groomers. I needed it. The groomers. <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. Man, uh, also, we have the moral compass, my man Jaws. Mr. Josh Wilhelm is in the house. Whoop, whoop. Yes, yes. We've had such a wonderful time getting this set up today. Oh, it's um, been a cluster. I finally got to see Josh get aggravated. <laughs> I don't believe it. So, uh, a lot of things are going on. Our show today, and let me start from the very beginning on this. Peter Green died yesterday, and as many of you know, Peter Green, along with Mick Fleetwood, um, started the band Fleetwood Mac back in 1967. And he passed away yesterday. So I was doing some research on him, and I got sidetracked and started looking up some other things. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to read a list of names really quick. And I want everybody to try to process this, and I'm going to go tell you where I'm going with it after this. Starting with Peter Green. Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, Peter Steele, Ronnie James Dio, Paul Gray, Kenny Rogers, Chester, Amy Winehouse, Clarence Clemens, Janie Lane, Prince, David Bowie, Dick Clark, Donna Summer, Pete Blanks, Pete Seeger, Casey Kasem, Tommy Ramone, Wayne Static, A.J. Perro, B.B. King, Scott Weiland, Lemmy, Natalie Cole, Glenn Fry, Merle Haggard, Vinnie Paul, Aretha Franklin, Roy Clark, Neil Peart, Eddie Money, Rick Ocasek, and I'm saving this one for the end, Chris Cornell. The reason I'm saying all this to you is since 2009, all of these artists, Casey Kasem had the great TV shows, they're gone. Not only that, when I looked at the list of all the artists that had passed away, I was shocked at how many there actually was. I know a couple of members of the band Y&T, Mike, I was looking at that last night, they passed on. Guys from Thin Lizzy have passed on. And the reason that I'm saying this list is I'm very, very curious about something. And I want your opinion, Mike, and, you know... Where do we go from here? Well, you've got to have... Somebody's got to come along. I mean, that's... But how can, know, how can somebody come along? Right now, right now it's impossible, Ron. We don't have a record yeah. industry. We're yeah. not allowed to have concerts. And for the first time this morning, I went and told my wife, I said, oh my God, it's all coming to an end. Whether anybody likes it or not, it's all coming to an end unless something happens. Unless somebody figures out a way to get these artists back in studios, if somebody can find a way to distribute music without everybody pirating it, which I don't think there's a snowball chance in hell of that happening right now. One thing that really has to happen is people do have to stop stealing music, period. But that's not going to happen, unfortunately. I don't do it myself. I, I, I like the CDs. I like the packaging. I like to have, you know, a CD. Right. Now, I, I'm definitely the streaming type like and i know that really sucks for the artist because i know they make like pennies uh, not even like fractions of a penny from from streaming but i love the availability and you know i can listen to whatever i want when i want i'm wondering if it's more or less is it going to be different than what it has been it would have to be wouldn't it it'd have to 
And right now it's dead in the water. <laughs> well, you know, and, and you know, Mike, you and I were talking about it one time, and I said it kind of as a joke, but the more I think about it, one of the only mediums that I could actually see where artists could create new music and profit on it would be to come back out with vinyl. Don't yeah, release yeah, it on CD. Don't release it on streaming. Release it on vinyl. Yes, some people will learn how to pirate. They will. For the most part, most people won't. And you'll actually be some enthusiasm and joy in picking up a record again. Remember what that was like? Oh, yeah. Vinyl's very hot right now, Ron. You see, it you is. Saw me raffling. You, saw, you see me raffling vinyls. So, yeah, it's hot. I keep all my vinyl. <laughs> I'm gonna, like make a, <laughs> I'm gonna make a big old Playboy mansion with nothing but vinyl record for the walls. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna. No, here's here's my issue. Even if we have a record industry, even if we were to crank back up right now, as diverse as the United States, more than any other country I can think of, as diverse as we are in our musical taste. I don't know. I'm wondering if we have actually seen the end of arena rock. <sighs> It's very scary. And if it's not, it's close. That, uh, Paul said. Paul said that they won't go out until there's a quote vaccine. So, uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah. So apparently he's ready to take the, the vaccine. And I don't know. You know, are they going to check us? Are we going to have to make sure we take the vaccine before we get to go to a concert? Also, man. Oh man. I never thought I'd live to see days like this. I really <laughs> didn't. Terrifying. It terrifies me. It really does. That's. I think it does a lot of us. And it takes a lot to scare me promise <laughs> and you know it, it's really funny too because mike and i know you remember this as clearly as i do back in 2000 lars from metallica went after napster mm -hmm. and the whole nation came down on this guy in this band like you would man they really tore into him and now 19 year 20 years later we look at it and it's uh oh hell the dude was right. He wasn't just right. He was right on a level that none of us even thought was going to happen. Yeah, he was right. That that will break the musicians. That's just like people stealing right from under you, stealing cars from your parking lot or stealing flowers out of my icebox. <laughs> exactly. Stealing. That's exactly yeah. what it is. But I mean, you, you know, you guys see when new music's released. And I'm not kidding you. If an if a, if a album, let's say a CD, a CD, streaming, whatever, if it goes on sale, say it, eight o'clock in the morning it's all over youtube and every song is on youtube and somebody's already put lyrics with it and posted it right right oh you know i don't know and i'm like you because i got my music on my iphone but I think about that every time that I'm paying 99 cents for a dollar 29 for a song, I'm sitting there thinking, "Wow, man, the band just made two cents on me." Right on. <laughs> well, more than two cents, but <laughs> four. My bad. <laughs> it's it's really really bad. I think I saw some story one time about somebody had a million shares of their song on YouTube or streaming or whatever, and I think they made like 118 dollars off of it or something ridiculous like that. Right. Right. Oh, that's terrible. Somebody's got to be making money somewhere. Oh, you know they are. It's the big companies. It's Apple, Spotify, you know. <sighs> I'm sure the record company is, is getting their share. Oh, they're always yeah, they going to get their share. They always get theirs. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost scary to start talking about the record companies. You know, when I when I was working with the bands, if y'all notice, a lot of bands, and Mike, I know you remember the 80s pretty well, early 90s, a lot of bands from Kiss to Motley Crue. Uh, not so much Kiss. Motley Crue, um, Iron Maiden. There were several bands that wrote songs in direct, uh, what's the word? They hated the record companies. They signed these contracts, and Mike, you remember how all that went down? These bands got jacked off like it, well, you wouldn't believe. But record companies were bad news. And the only good that I ever saw at a record company executives when they showed up for a concert is they usually had the biggest bags of Coke and 
probably had more Jack Daniels than I've ever seen in my life, along with the you know the women. But anyway, um, yeah, that's yeah. what I was. <laughs> Drugs and the sweetest pussy. <laughs> That's it. And then the funniest thing is, you know, I learned this at the end of the tours, and you know, Kiss talks about it a lot more, Mike, now. But all those parties and all that stuff these guys were getting, it came out of their pay, whether they liked it or not. They didn't realize it at the time. Sure. That every dang thing they were doing came out of it. And I think I remember, I don't remember if it was Gene Simmons' book, Mike, or if it was Paul Stanley's, but they talked about that one time they were like, you know, we were paying for all this crap and they had to stop. They were hemorrhaging money. That's yeah. actually uh, Kiss. They just almost went play. broke on the Revenge tour for sure. You know what? That was one of the coolest tours, but I felt like they rehashed the Hot in the Shade. But yeah, they definitely were hemorrhaging money on that tour. Um, yep. I've have got friends that went to that Sacramento concert show where they barely even filled up the floor in the arena. So I think it was Arco Arena, if I remember right. I don't know. Um, I don't know what to think about the music. You know, no matter what, people need music. They need it. It is great for the mind. It's great for the soul. It's great for the attitude. So even if we don't have arena rock, unfortunately, if we don't have new big bands that come out, somebody around you somewhere is going to be playing good music. Whether it's a little dive club, whether it's out at the lake, no matter what, somebody, music's still going to live. Right. I just don't know if this could be a profitable (laughs) career to get into anymore. (laughs) Yeah, we still got little, little bar bands popping up here and there every other weekend or so around here but yeah it's nothing anybody's gonna make any money at exactly and you know even if they come over the vaccine for this which my buddy sean neal uh has talked to me some about this he's a a a representative for pfizer you know a vaccine's coming sure but for some reason in the back of my mind mike i just don't think it's ever going to be the same at concerts i mean even if everybody's safe I, i don't know I just got the weirdest feeling it's never going to be the same. It's going to be weird for sure. <laughs> uh, nobody's going to want to be wearing a mask and you're not going to be able to, can't stay six feet away from each other. I mean, it's, uh, don't Shit, know how the hell is Gene happen. Simmons going to spit blood and blow a fireball if he's got to wear a mask? <laughs> <laughs> Kiss with a mask on. Think wow. about that for a minute. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> it's like well, the unmask record. It might help Paul's voice out. Oh, man, and he went there with it. Mm. <laughs> uh, the only thing that'll help Paul's voice is if somebody, nothing. Anyway, um, yeah, I think what Paul needs to do is just like lip the words, you know, no voice, just lip them. And let's just hire different fans to come on stage and sing the songs for him from the side. That'd be pretty cool. Or just do what Vince has done for years and let the audience sing the whole damn time. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike's on a roll today. So make that man a beer. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what else we got going on in the news of music? Um, Nothing. <laughs> Actually, I'm kidding. Uh, Ron Keel's band is doing a show. It's Sturgis. And then I noticed, Mike, I think you and I talked about this a little bit. I noticed last week the Great White actually started doing some shows. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, there again, that's, you know, I mean, any, any peas is good peas, but that's small peas. You know, they're not going to fill an arena. They're not going to. But at least they're out and about doing something. You got to keep your name out there and try to do something. Uh, <laughs> Actually, it's probably the only time Great White's ever going to make any money in the last fifteen years. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And same <laughs> with Ron Kill, probably. I mean, not that I know any better, but I don't know. Ron's got his hands on a lot of things, though. I mean, he's got his podcast and radio stuff, and I think he does some producing along with that. So Ron's really intelligent. He's got a lot of different things going on. Yeah, but, I know, you know a lot of people. A lot of people like him are doing commercial jingles and stuff like that so they are smarter than we think that's 
Hey, man, if it can work for Charlie on Two and a Half Men, it can work for Ron Keel. Right on. <laughs> Very true. Now, so anyway, so Rock and Pod, as everybody knows, is not happening in wah, three wah, weeks. Wah. I know it, man. What the hell? Anyway, I will tell you that Chris and I have been talking, um, other people on the planning board, there are some really cool things coming up. I'm not allowed to say a single word about anything right now until it all gets put together by the one and only Mr. Sinzak. Beyond that, guys, I don't have a lot of music news for you right now. Um, this is pretty much just a test run. We're doing a 30-minute show from now on, twice a month if we can. Me and Josh's jobs have actually just been, I mean, it's a really good thing they've been going so well, but it leaves us very little time sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Good for you guys. That's a good thing. It's a very good thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's... It's hard to complain about, even though it's also very easy to complain about. But I know there's a lot of people that are in much worse spots than we are. So I think the only problem I have is the heat. Yeah. When you're a meat cutter <laughs> and you work where it's 30 degrees all your life, and then all of a sudden, bam, let's go in the parking lot where it's 128 degrees. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't scald. <laughs> I'm buying stock in water and in sunscreen. Nice. But anyway... Hey, a couple of shout-outs, man. As always, we're going to give a shout-out to Matt Porter and the Kiss Room. We're going to give a shout-out Mr. Alan Tate. And we'll give a shout-out to, of course, me and Josh's wives over here for being patient enough to let us do this thing. And you know what, guys? What's that, Mike? Mine's asleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and what time did you wake up, man? Like, central time, what time did you wake up? Uh, yeah, I've been up maybe an hour. Probably about one. <laughs> it's only rock and roll, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, anyway, we're going to be shooting for twice a month on this. We are next week. I was supposed to be in Cookville yesterday for the band 8-Ball and do an interview with them. And actually, I've got an invite to be in their new video. Dave heard his back. So we it's been rescheduled for next Saturday. And I'm definitely going to be in Cookville for that. And it'll be a lot of fun having Val Bats and uh, Chuck Gee and all the guys on and doing, an, you know, giving us a low down on the third CD. Three that CDs. Cool. Pretty impressive. 8-Ball's yeah. a really cool band. I was telling Josh, I mean, they sound good on CD, but seeing them live, I mean, they're definitely built for a stage kind of band. I really, really enjoyed them, and they're just great people on top of that. So, be looking forward to that. That'll be on the next podcast. I have reached out to Gary Corbett to get him on the show. I know Gary's been pretty busy, but it seems like he's kind of popping back up here and there right now. What else we got going on, Mike? Man, I don't nothing i'm gonna sit here and drink a beer <laughs> all right i am gonna start doing something a couple of things let me go this way with it our page is now public of course mike myself or uh mr groves will allow people in we're gonna make sure we just check this a little bit from mate comes in because i don't need uh if your name is and um you're doing missionary work in india chances are i'm not gonna let you on the page so i'm just giving you a heads up was that racist i hope it wasn't racist we're gonna get sued uh I don't make any money anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Sue me. Um, I'm just kidding, y'all. <laughs> that, that guy's not. That guy's not listening anyway. He won't see it. So. But anyway, we're going to be doing these shows uh, twice a month. We are going to start having guests on there. Um, Josh and I have been toying with the idea of possibly doing this as a video. We're not sure if we want to do that yet or not. Right now, I'm kind of comfortable doing this. So that's what's going on there. We really appreciate everybody that's been on the page. I love the music you're sharing. Mike and I have talked about that, the comments. Um, it's been very cool. It would be my favorite page, even if it wasn't my page. It's a very cool page. So we need everybody to share it, share the hell out of it, share the podcast. And like I said, as we start to go forward, we will finally be having guests on here. I got a friend from work. Tiffany, I'm talking about you, girl. Hey, she Tiffany. Went, yeah, yeah, Tiffany's yeah. awesome. 
Anyway, Tiffany's going to be in here with us one time because I promised her, yes, she can be in here. And I got a little buddy of mine, Hayden. Hayden, you better be listening, boy. Anyway, Hayden's going to jump in here in the studio with me one day, and we're going to get a perspective from a younger guy about some music and music he listens to. I was really quite impressed when I heard a lot of the stuff he listens to. So, it's shaping up to be a good summer. It's shaping up to be a good fall. Everybody keep the faith. Everybody take care of each other. So, anyway, that's this uh, week on the show. Huge thanks, like I said, all of you that have been tuning in. Huge thanks to everybody on the page. Huge shout-out from my boy Jaws over here. Um, He's working magic in the studio in here, and it's very cool. Mike, you know how much I love you, brother, and I'm probably going to be seeing you before long, hopefully, if things go as planned. And, yeah, uh, let, me, let me let me shout out to all my friends that have joined absolutely. the page, too, man. Uh, Honestly, both of them. A lot of, a lot of new people joined the page. Uh, Robert Apshear, Doug Kennedy. Of course, Wayne's always sharing some good stuff. Jim Frederick's sharing some good stuff. You, Timothy Wall. Timothy Wall. You got Nicole Massey up there that's... Uh, really Nicole's good. Nicole's got awesome, it. dude. Uh, Nicole's very cool. We got Jennifer Mars on there also from Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, we, I like people that have big mouths and get out and talk about us and share our page. It works. It helps. Thank all of you. And you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to Nicole Macy on one thing, Mike, because I remember she joined a page, if I'm not mistaken, in the fall, maybe end of summer, fall last year, and she immediately got us like 200 members on there in within right. 48 hours. It was crazy watching wow. what she did. Yep. And uh, yeah. She's awesome. Jerry Hobbs, David Hobbs. I mean, there's a whole bunch. You know, it's really weird how well I know some of those people out in Oklahoma, and none of us have all hung out in the same room together. It'll happen. It'll happen. (laughs) You know, our wives all just went, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So anyway, Josh, anybody want to give a shout out to? Nah. (laughs) <laughs> All right, like it. <laughs> Put him on the spot. Oh shit! Come on, was... come on, Doctor Pat, Doctor Pepper, Pepsi, somebody, come on, man. <laughs> Coca Cola is my poison of choice. There we go. Coca Cola. There we go. I got my Gatorade going on. Hey, there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, hey, let it rippers. It's been a lot of fun. We will probably see you. You'll hear from us in about two weeks, hopefully, maybe three, probably be two. One other thing before I let you go. If anybody has an idea for the show, if anybody has a topic that they would really like for me to d- dive into and to get into and to research, please don't hesitate to either put it on our page. You can message me. You can message Mike, Jaws, or Josh Groves. And uh, oh, by the way, Tommy, you're not walking out of this scot-free. Mike, 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 I can't believe it. We have not busted Tommy's balls yet. Tommy's with that, his girlfriend how, today how, and how the kids. Sque- how about that new squeeze he has? She's a hot Got a new sque- He's going to whip your ass for saying that, dude. <laughs> 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 now, we're just playing with Josh. He has a really cool woman in his life right now, and um, they're doing some stuff with the kids today, so that absolutely takes precedence over any of this kind of stuff. But when you don't show up on the show, we're going to call you a little bitch like you are. So get us some coffee, Tommy. Two creams. Two creams and one sugar. Oh, yeah. And if you want a coffee nudge, add a shot of rum. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we love Josh, man. And I'm really really happy for him. If anybody deserves to be happy, it's him. So right on, dude. So anyway, that's it from us, from Mike Moon, Josh, Jaws, myself. Everybody keep it real. Take care of yourselves, and we will be back on here fucking soon.